All right. Hallelujah. up to him. Let's lift up a worship to him. Hallelujah. Oh God. And if fire can burn me no shadow can turn me no mountain can stop me cause you hold my hand I am walking in your victory cause your power is within me. No giant can defeat me Cause you hold my hand I am walking in your victory Cause your power is within me No giant can defeat me Why? Because I am walking in your victory Cause your power is within me 
No giant can defeat me. Why? Because no battle can turn me. No mountain can stop me. I am walking in your victory. Why? Because you hold my no mountain can turn me. No giant can hold me. I am walking in your victory. Why? Because no battle can turn me. No battle can turn me. No battle can turn me. Cause you hold, cause you hold my, you hold, you hold my hand. You hold my hand. You hold my hand. Say you hold my hand. You hold my hand. We cry out to you, Jesus. Cause you hold my hand. Say you hold my hand. You hold my hand. You hold my hand. You hold my hand. My name. You know my name. You know my name. Come on, sing it. You know my name. And oh, how you walk with me, oh, how you walk with me, and oh, how you talk, talk with me, and oh, how you tell me, Jesus, that I am your own, your own. Come on, let's give him a praise. Let's give him a worship right now. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. Oh, you walk with me, God.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 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 See, every now and then, You just got to take time out and magnify God. Sometimes you got to slow it down. So your heart can get in tune with what God is saying. Oh, how he walks with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And oh, how he talks with us. I belong to him. Hallelujah. 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 Hey. so ugly but see some of us been told we weren't supposed to make it I'm just thankful this morning that I'm one in the number and that's why I say hallelujah Lord because when the same person with the same condition was lying next to me in the next bed over and God took that life and spared my life. That's why we say hallelujah. And we say you know my name. Because we belong to him. And he belongs to us. us to ask what we will. I, I, I just pray this morning. Come down just a little bit. Let me talk for a bit. So I get my mind ready to preach his words. I just pray you, you don't go out the same that you came in this morning. That's all I pray this morning. That something in this service has moved on your heart that you realize that you have been in the presence of the Lord. The scripture that we read earlier said if the world is going to see Jesus now, it's going to be through all of us because he's not going to walk anymore. That's why you got to let your light shine. That men may see the God in you 
and want to get to know him. Hallelujah. That's enough to shout right there. Hallelujah. You know my name. You know my name. What that signifies is that I got a personal relationship with God that he knows my name when I call him. And because he knows my name, he will intercede on my behalf. And look, it doesn't matter what I ask him. He is able. Did you hear that? It does not matter what I ask God. He is able. If he decide not to move, it's not because he's not able. Just not my time. But he is able. He is able this morning. I dare not be before you long. I just want you to know that God is good. How do I know it? Because I tried them for myself. <laughs> and I remember as a kid, they used to say, taste and see that the Lord is good. And somewhere along the line, I, I got a taste for myself. Glory. And I found him to be a father to the fatherless, a mother to those that doesn't have a mother. He's a present help in the time of need. And I, I'm, 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 I got too excited last week, didn't I? I'm trying my best this morning not to get too excited. It's just something about the Word of God. said it's like fire shut up in my bones and it just started to come and you want to, my wife said sometimes you be going so fast you can't help it I've been trying to get it all out but I dare not be before you long, there's a word this morning that comes to us out of the book of Mark I want you to go to the 8th chapter And I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how familiar with this particular text that you are. But God has a word for us this morning. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. It's good to see you, baby. Amen. I know you've been working. I'm glad to see you. That's my sister right there. Praise the Lord. Amen. She's been working the last few Sundays. And it's good when you can get a break come and get the word. Amen. So I want you to turn to the 8th chapter of Mark. Mark 8th chapter. And, 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 and what I want to focus on is 22 down through 26. But I need you to back up to 14 because you need to understand what's going on. So we're going to start at Mark 8. The 14th chapter, the 14th verse of that eighth chapter. We good? Amen. Mark 8, 
14th verse of that 8th chapter. And it reads as thus, Now the disciples have forgotten to take bread. Neither had they in the ship with them more than one loaf. And he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the leaven of, the, of Herod, the king. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, Is it because we have no bread? And when Jesus knew it, he said unto them, Why reason ye, because ye have no bread? Perceive ye not yet. In other words, have you not seen what I have done? Neither understand. Have ye your hearts yet hardened? See, when you don't understand, God actually did your heart get hardened. Have eyes and see ye not. Some of us, that's us. And having ears, hear ye not. And do you not remember? When I break the five loaves among the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments took ye up? See, if you understand that, after he fed the multitude, 5,000 men, beside that, women and children after he got done they took up all of the fragments 12 baskets full of fragments see if you don't get that it's simply telling you God will provide and when the seven among 4,000 see we forget that after he fed the 5,000 on another occasion he fed 4,000 more how many baskets full of fragments took ye up? And they said seven. So after he fed the 4,000, seven more baskets of remnant was left over. And he said unto them, how is it that you do not understand? He asked us the same question. How do you not understand who he is? And he cometh to Bethesda and they bring a blind man here's what I want you to focus on unto him and he besought him to touch him and he took the blind man by the hand and he laid him out led him out of town and look look what it said when he spat on his eyes and put his hand upon him, he asked him if he saw art. And I'm going to tell you that in a minute, but I want to get through the reading before I get excited. And he looked up, this is the man, and said, I see men as trees walking. I don't know if you get it, but it's out of focus. He ought not to see men walking as trees. Something's not right. 
that, he put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, Neither go ye into town, nor tell it to any in the town. Amen. See, we read that and we miss the text. You can take your seat. I'm just going to talk to you. I don't know how much shouting you're going to do this morning, but I just want to talk to you. Gracious God, we do now come to do your bedding. Let us decrease. Let your spirit increase. That you may preach to thy people, that they may hear from you and not from me. In Jesus' name. Just want to use for a theme because it's customary that I give you a theme. I want to ask you a question. Do you need another touch? Hmm? Do you need another touch? Oftentimes, we read this text where Jesus spit and gave the man sight. But just let me walk you through a few things in the, in the history of Mark. First, you have to understand, this is a passage where he heals one blind man. A section in between is called the way section. Then he healed blind Bartholomew. That's when we most oftentimes talk about. We don't talk about this first healing because we don't always get the full understanding. When you look at the text, you would believe Jesus failed. Right? Talk to me. Huh? Because he spit on a man's eyes. He wiped his eyes and tell him, what do you see? He said, I see men walking as trees, which means the healing didn't work. Is that fair to say? And so when you begin to look at this text, you got to understand everything that was going on. That's why I took you back a few verses. But in reality, you need to go back to the beginning of the chapter because at the beginning, you have to know that the multitude is following him everywhere. He can't even get a minute to get aside to pray because so many people are following him. So he tells them, get in the boat, let's go to the other side because I need to talk to you. Then they begin to doubt, just like a lot of us doubt, if we tell the truth. We know God. We call on the name of God, but we don't always believe that God is able to do what he says he's able to do. See, the reality is we're living in a fairy tale for some. And the word of God is just what's written in the book. And we don't believe that God can do just what he said he will do. Don't feel ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Because those who walk with him doubt him just like we doubt him. Huh? And so what you find happening is a conversation is going on between Jesus and the disciples. And they begin to ask him, is he mad because we didn't bring bread on the boat? Huh? And Jesus said to them, do you not know who I am? Do you really know who I am? And so what he's saying to us in the text this morning, do we really know who God is? Hmm? Or are we in the fairy tale? Are we reading a book of fiction that's not supposed to come true? I come to back to differ this morning that he is real as he say he is. How do I know he's real? Because I tried him for myself. I tried him. 
and all of my mess and all of my brokenness and all of my sin, I tried him one day. And he heard my cry. He reached down his nail-scarred hand and he touched me. And see, we don't realize the power that we have in Jesus Christ. And that's why we live beneath our means. I tell you that. I want you to get that in your spirit. You better know who Jesus is and you better get a relationship so when you find yourself in trouble, when you find yourself in real trouble, he's got to come and see about you or else his word would be a lie. See, do you really believe that God can fix your situation? Huh? Do we really believe that? Mother, did you believe it? When you had to go before the man and he said you had cancer, how you had to somehow believe in your heart that God will supply all of my needs according to his riches. And when they sent you back, after they did all that God would have you to go through, you called me on the phone. Pray for me. I said, let's pray. Huh? I ain't got to get there. We can pray right now because prayer will go further than I ever can go. And we began to pray. And when you came back for the report, you called me. You said, they couldn't find nothing. Nowhere. I ain't had to take no extra pills. Mm, See, y'all don't get that. I don't need no other supplement. But God healed your body. Do you believe it? It's other folk that's been sick, baby. I know you're going through right now, but you got to simply know that God is able. He's able. He's able. He's able. He wants us to trust him. Walk up right before him and trust him. Then he said, call upon my name and I declare I'll be in the midst. When you look at the text, let's get back to the text. I'm going to try to stay on the text. I don't know how much of the scripture you know. This is the only time that Jesus actually spit on someone. Two other occasions the Bible mentions spitting. He took his finger and stuck it in a deaf man's ear. Took it out, spit on his finger, stuck it on his tongue, and he was healed. The other occasion, he spit in the dirt. Reached down, made clay, and wiped Bartholomew's eye, and he saw. But this time, he actually spat on the man. And if you look at the text, and you really don't get the full understanding, Jesus failed. Right? Because the man did not see like a man, but he saw men walking as trees. That ain't natural. And so people miss this text, so they don't preach it that often but I come to tell you in God there is no failure he can do whatever he decides he wants to do how he want to do it when he want to he's sovereign he is sovereign he is sovereign he got all power in his hand not some of the time God got power all of the time So you say, what's the point? 
And I ask you the question, do you need another touch? See, if I break the text down for you, Jesus did not fail. He never fails. What he was showing them is they doubt. Huh? Those that call upon his name doubt. I'm talking about the disciples that walked with Jesus. They watched him do the miracles. They were there when he healed the sick. They were there when he gave sight to the blind. They was there when he raised Lazarus from the dead. And they still doubted him. What about us? Huh? What about us? We don't have the luxury of him walking with us anymore. But he died in my second soul. Every now and then. Every now and then I feel a stirring in my spirit. He touches me somewhere along in my day. Let me know that he's still there. He's still there. Doesn't matter what they try to do to me. Huh? We got to get to the point that I know that I belong to God. Try me as you will. I ain't got to fight. My fighting days over. All I got to do now, brother, is call on the Lord. Call him by his name. Father, have mercy. Have mercy, God. Have mercy. They don't scandalize my life. Have mercy. Have mercy. And so because they doubted God, they doubted Jesus. It's called a two-stage healing. If you want to know what it's technically called. He got his attention with the first. The deliverance didn't come into the second touch. That's why I ask you, do you need another touch? Huh? Are you straddling the fence? You got one foot in the church. You got the other foot in the world. And you going back and forth. Do I want to go to church? See, you're playing with your life. Your life lies in the balance. And you better pray to God. You don't get caught with your foot in the world while you got the other one in the church. Look, let me tell you something. If you want to go to hell, you better have fun doing it. Y'all hear that? Don't play around with it. Take your robe off. Take your, your ushering shoes off. You know how we like the usher. Huh? Take the choir robe off. Get out of the pulpit. And go ahead and go in the world and have a good time. Because you cannot serve two masters. It's impossible. And the church is so messed up because the leader's not right. How can the blind lead the blind? Huh? I told you we got to be first partaker. We got to tell a dying world 
The wages of sin is death. Your gift, God, is eternal life. We need another touch because we didn't get it all on the first touch. Huh? How do I know I didn't get it? Because when I can hold hands with the world and it does not bother me, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. When I find myself committing sin, I ought to feel ashamed. And something ought to drive my spirit to make me turn back to God. Huh? That's when I know I got this thing right. Listen, listen. Listen. You are going to have trouble in this walk. You're supposed to have trouble. And, and, and we in the church think that everybody got to be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized. You know how many devils walked in this door this morning? That's the truth. See, you got to tell it like it is for folk to get right. Folk in the church are messed up. Don't fool yourself. It's fixed that way. It's a healing station. I ought to be able to come with my brokenness. Trouble on every side. Children won't act right. My husband running women. My women, my wife running women. My wife running men. All that stuff got to come in God's house. Because you can't live right outside of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. It's designed that way. That's why you got to come in your brokenness. But the problem is, when we start going through something, I can tell every time you go through something. I ain't been pastoring that long, but I can tell. You know why? Because you stopped coming to church. I'll shout myself. Glory. You stop coming. And that's the worst time that you can afford not to come. Why are you going through something? Let me show you what happens. I put a diamond ring under that chair. You see it's covered? You can't get to it. It's protected. When I move the covering, it's exposed. That's you. That's why you can't stop coming. You got to come in your brokenness. I don't care how broke you are. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care who you lay with last night. God already knows you're not fooling nobody but yourself. You better come to the house of God. You better come. I'm telling you, you better come. Because you're going to get caught out there and you ain't going to be able to get back. He's going to turn you over to a reprobated mind. You better come. Come in your brokenness. I can't judge you. I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke as you are. But I know a man. I know a man. His name is Jesus. My soul got another dip. I went way down to the fountain. I got another dip. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift you up, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. I need another touch. 
If you ain't got it right, it's okay. Just ask God, give me another touch. Say to God, God, give me a... There's something in the... He makes the difference. I want you to know he makes a difference. It's not me. I'm just a man, just like you're a man and a woman. Subject to this thing that we call the flesh. But God makes the difference. He makes the difference. He made all the difference in his son Jesus the Christ. When he gave him a name above every name. That at his name, every knee gonna bow. Y'all didn't get that. Uh, what time is it? Oh, I'm, I'm over. I'm over five minutes. Give me five minutes. Every knee gonna bow. Look, Muhammad gonna bow. Y- y'all ain't hear that. Buddha is going to bow. The Jehovah is going to bow. Huh? Every knee going to bow. And so don't let nobody tell you Jesus is just a prophet. Every knee is going to bow to Jesus Christ. Don't let them deceive you. Oh, he was just a prophet. Man, you better read the word of God. He got a name above every name that at the name of Jesus. Every knee. Every knee. Huh? The great Muhammad Elijah is going to bow. Every knee. Ask him for another touch. If you can't get it right, you're still straddling the fence. He's here to help you. We look, let me tell you what the devil do. I need two more minutes. Here's what the devil do for you. If the devil can make you doubt who you are, he got you. I want to stand behind the throne so you see me. I want you to hear this. If he can make you doubt who you are, he got you. He got you. Because if he can get you to doubt, you feel like I'm not worthy. I can't get this thing right. I've been trying for 40 years and I can't get... That's all he needs to do to get you to doubt. Because if you doubt, you're going to stop going to church. Then he got you. When you, when, you, when you decide, okay, I'm going to sit down. I ain't doing nothing else. You might as well go ahead and pack up your things and go ahead into the world and get out of the church. See, I wish, I wish they would preach this across churches in America. Then the church would get some power. Huh? The church lacks power because we don't have understanding. Okay? You, ha- you are going to come broken. God is the only one that can heal you. If you could heal yourself, you wouldn't have to come to church. If you could heal yourself, there would have been no need for Jesus to come. So I I hope I'm helping you this morning. You, you, You just need another touch. 
That's all you need. Call upon him. Ask him to touch you again. Every now and then we get off course. We just need something to get you back in line. Ask him to touch you again. He won't lay his hand on you, my sister. Call on him. Call on him. You better call him. You, you, you're going to stumble in his walk. going to fall. the touch that I need. Now I can run this race with patience. I can know that I belong to him. I can run it with power because now he gave me the healing touch. He was just trying to get your attention the first time. He was trying to get the disciples' attention that I am God. How can you walk with me and don't realize that I'm God? up with you and you don't realize the power that you have. I went down to the fountain. My soul got another dip. I went way down to the fountain. I got another dip. He filled my cup. Just ask him for another touch. I told you, you ain't going to shout this morning, but you got something to think about. Huh? If you ain't living like you're supposed to be living, just say, ah, ask him for another touch. Tell him, lay his hand on me one more time, God. I done done wrong, Father. I got out of your will, God. Just give me another. Give me another touch. I just need another touch. Huh? Change Stop asking for stuff. Oh, God, I need a million dollars, Father. Give me that house, God. I need a new car. I need a new car. Just tell him you need a touch. Fill my cup, Lord. I need another touch. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Everything else should be added unto you. God bless you. God bless you this morning. God bless you.